Kelly, Huey Lewis in the news. Rocking it out here on a Tuesday morning. We're pleased to be in studio with an old friend of the show, someone who will be familiar to our audience. His name is David Mara. You know him as Manchester's retired police chief. He went on to do an interim gig in Portsmouth as its police chief. And then, wow, he got a phone call from the governor one day, and now he's the drug czar. (laughs) I know that's not the official title, but as with so many things I've discovered in the state of New Hampshire, the official title is just too long to be remembered or otherwise used. So without further ado, Dave, uh, good morning. Welcome back to the Gerard at Large radio show. Good morning. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're looking at me going, what am I doing up this early in the morning? So you are the drug czar. What's what's the official title? It's the governor's advisor on addiction and behavioral health. Addiction and behavioral health. Okay. What's that mean? Well, that just illustrates that uh, addiction and behavioral health, mental health issues, uh, for the most part, go together in, in most cases. So what is your role as the, the drug czar? Why did it, first of all, if that's what it is, why, why has it been nicknamed the drug czar? I think it started when the White House years ago first uh, named their first uh, director. Okay. Uh, and they shortened it up to call it the drug czar. Remember when everybody was a czar? There was the energy, energy czar. There were <laughs> all kinds of czars. It's like there. the Russians were taken over. We had all these czars. <laughs> For those of you in Suncook who don't know, the, the czars were basically the Russian monarchs. They were the kings and queens. Um, all right. So what is, your, what is your role, David, as the, um, the governor's advisor on addiction and behavioral uh, health or whatever it is? Uh, it involves a lot of things, but in a, nu- in a nutshell, it is to coordinate the state's effort to um, fight this uh, – the fight uh, addiction. Okay. Uh, and uh, again, the mental health, any, anything to do with uh, mental health to coordinate services and uh, to inform the public about what the state is doing and how we're doing it, uh, as well as to uh, take a look at what we're doing and make sure that we're using best practices and that we're um, you know, directing our resources in the most efficient manner that we can. Gotcha. All right. So let's take a look at what the state is doing. And I'm, I'm not sure how to start the questioning here because you obviously come from a law enforcement background. But during your time here as police chief in Manchester, I think you were uh, were recognized for your efforts in um, addressing mental health issues from a law enforcement perspective and as in your time as chief. Um is this addiction issue, uh, as far as you see it now, from your perch at the state? Is it a is it a is it a law enforcement issue? Is it a crime issue? Is it a mental health issue? What 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 is this thing, and what is the state doing about it? It's all all the above. You can't really uh, you can't really come up with a solution or solutions without looking at everything that uh, addiction touches. New Futures is a bipartisan organization that uh, is based in Concord, and they came out with a report that uh, indicated that over $2 billion are lost in this state uh, due to uh, addiction. And okay. that it touches everything. It touches uh, schools, um, the workplace, um, medical costs, um, you name it, it touches. And, and more importantly, it touches families mm-hmm. and, and, and children. So 
what is the state's role here? I mean, I and, and, and the reason why I ask that is, you know, I obviously see what's happening here on the ground in the Queen City. I've, you know, interviewed your successor, uh, Chief Willard, about uh, the law enforcement efforts and things that they find useful and things that they find um, unhelpful, such as the Good Samaritan Law. We've got uh, Safe Station and, you know, 60% of the yeah, now – Jeez, uh, what is it? Seventeen, eighteen hundred people that have come through Safe Station don't come from the city of Manchester. Uh, they've they've come from like 150 New Hampshire communities and 16 states. Um, and, and so we have that. We we see drug court at play, but you know the numbers of uh, overdose calls that the city is seeing have not gone down, even though the number of fatalities have. Um, you know, we we have Serenity Place uh, constantly coming to the city for money. Um, you know, other organizations, nonprofits are trying to get involved. It, it, it This is an enigma to a lot of people. Uh, through it all, we've had Mayor Gatsis here on occasion. You know, I don't, I don't want to say complaining, but um, pointing out that the state of New Hampshire and all this money that's appropriated to fight this thing has not done a stellar job at actually getting the money out of Concord into the hands of the uh, of the social service agencies and others that are, quote, on the front lines fighting this. We hear about the various mental health uh, components, but we don't really see any movement there in making facilities available. So I, I look at it from my limited perch here in the super secret broadcast location above Jacques Flower Shop and it's not readily evident to me what the state is or isn't doing or what the state should or shouldn't be doing. And I'm hoping you could shed some light on this. Well, you asked a lot of questions in that one question. Oh, no. I, well, I'm, I'm kind of famous for that, as you know. But I, I, but I just wanted to set the stage as a way of, of, of sort of hoping that um, you understand, um, you know, the viewpoint from where we are. And you could say, well, okay. Let's start here and then kind of explain what's happening. Here, let's, let's start with the, the, the whole concept about uh, Manchester uh, carrying, and I think this is what you're saying, the Manchester is c- carrying the load for uh, for the a state lot of, of New Hampshire. I think that's and, fair to say. Well, the reason, the reason that is is because Manchester has always been a, a city that has the uh, community that has the services, three hospitals, mm-hmm. a shelter, uh, one of the best mental health uh, centers and network uh, in, in the state, if not the region, um, uh, public transportation, uh, cheaper housing. There, there are so many things that uh, make Manchester a, a, a great place to live, and Manchester has always cared about its citizens. Um, when this opioid epidemic really, uh, really caught on and, uh, you know, took a grip of uh, – of the uh, state, Manchester people naturally came to Manchester to try to get services because the rest of the state uh, in the surrounding area didn't have what Manchester had. With, with that said, uh, Manchester has been, uh, you know, pushed in, in, a, in, in a lot of cases uh, to the brink of right. keeping up with that. Well, the uh, mayor the mayor estimated that the city has spent three point two million dollars, um, you know, fighting this this opioid epidemic, and I'm not sure exactly where that uh, information comes from. But, you know, it's it's starting to add up to real money here. And the question is, should the state be looking to do something to either support the entities that Manchester keeps throwing cash at or otherwise offset the expenses of the city in as much as it's, you know, almost two out of every three people who come through, say, safe station um, 
isn't from the Queen City? Well, the the state has supported uh, uh, Serenity uh, with its efforts to, to concerning uh, safe stations. Uh, and I can tell you, uh, hundreds of thousands of dolls just in the last year have gone to Serenity Place. Um, I can also tell you that yesterday the governor came up, I mean, excuse me, the mayor, Mayor Gatsas, came up with the uh, health director, Tim Susie, mm-hmm. and met with the governor. And uh, the, the mayor and the governor are, are coming up with a plan to get more money here. The governor has acknowledged that Manchester and Safe Stations and Serenity uh, Place have, uh, have really been the only place uh, to go in Manchester uh, for people that, that had hit the bottom. And they, they just want to get out of the cycle of addiction, and they feel comfortable going to Safe Stations. You named off the uh, stats, and it's been an incredible uh, conduit of getting people who need help uh, to get oh, help. It, it's worked almost too well. <laughs> so so the, the, the mayor and the governor have come up with a, a plan to, mm-hmm. to get the funding uh, to, the, to, to the Serenity House, Serenity Place. And uh, I think you'll, you'll see something uh, coming out soon. Cool. So when, when you, uh, in, in your role here, I mean, what, what sort of, do you have the authority in your role to uh, direct or coordinate sort of uh, the state response to this? Or uh, is your role purely advisory and then the governor goes and does what he thinks is the right thing? I mean, what, uh, what, what is your role? What, what, I, uh, what I do is I travel around the state. I see what is going on in the, the uh, prevention uh, treatment and recovery. What what are the efforts that are going on around the state? I try to find what is working. I try to determine what are the needs, the immediate needs. What what uh what do we need to do as a state at this point in time to, to direct our resources where we're going to get the best bang for our buck, where we're going to be able to help the the, the, the most people. And yeah. that is what I see my role, and and then uh, coordinating the state's response with, with the various uh, state departments. Uh, we have somebody you know well on the phone here, uh, Alderman and uh, State Representative Patrick Long, Chairman of the Board of Aldermen. Good morning, Pat. Thanks for uh, calling in. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Good morning, Pat. Uh, good hearing hearing you. Yeah, hey, I just want uh, to weigh in on a couple things. Uh, one, one is, uh, first of all, Dave, I, I have full confidence in your ability um, to help Manchester uh, as it goes through the state. Um, Serenity Place has been very successful in getting serious money. Uh, I, I know of one $325,000 grant uh, that, they, uh, that they've gotten for uh, uh, the drug court and for the wraparound and uh, uh, safe station services that they provide uh, to Manchester. Um, you, you were here at the beginning uh, of this uh, crisis and emergency, and uh, you know full well of the needs uh, within the state, uh, specifically Manchester. And uh, again, I, I want to assure you that uh, I, I have full confidence in your ability uh, with uh, you know bringing bringing Manchester to uh, rise again above this issue. I hope I'm not implying that I don't have such confidence. <laughs> well, I, I can tell you I've been in uh, constant contact uh, with uh, Fire Chief Dan Goonan. I speak frequently with uh, the Chief of Police, Nick Willard, uh, and also I've been in 
Uh, I've learned a lot about what uh, Stephanie Bergeron over uh, at Serenity has done and in, in needs to do and wants to do to be able to, to, to help people get through this, uh, this issue. Yeah, I so I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. Um, you know, Manchester is servicing 131 communities last count I took with Space Station. Yeah. Um, I understand that we have the services, and uh, I'm not about to turn away anybody who's looking for help. Uh, but with that said, I look forward to working with you at the state uh, to in help in Manchester and the state in, in uh, rising above this crisis. So thank you, Dave, and uh, I'm looking forward to working with you. Thank you, Pat. I'm, I'm vice versa. Alderman, thank you for the call. Okay. We'll see you. That, yes, we will. In fact, just a programming note, uh, Alderman Long and his challenger, Tim Baines, will debate live in our 8 o'clock hour on Monday here only on the Drunk Large Radio Show. How exciting is that one going to be? That's a big race. Big race. All right. Uh, let's do this. We're going to hit a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, we'll continue with uh, New Hampshire's drug czar, Dave Mara as we uh, get the details on what the state of New Hampshire is doing to uh, combat the opioid crisis. Stay with us.